This is your tech report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com. Welcome back to your tech report. Uh, normally Mitchell Whitfield and Marco Flower, but Mitchell Whitfield is nowhere to be found. So uh, we'll replace Mitchell Whitfield with someone else on the West Coast. Matt Whelan, regional product manager. That's your title, regional product manager for Belkin and Linksys at the CES show floor. Barely awake, but uh, always, always hanging out there. How are you, Matt? I'm doing very well. How are you? Cannot complain. I wish I was there with you. Unfortunately, it can't happen every year. It just can't happen every year. How, how, what's the scene? Tell me. What's going on there? Obviously, you have power today. Yeah, we have power today. Fortunately for us uh, here at our Belkin and, and Linksys and Wemo booth, we are in the South Hall. Uh, yesterday, a lot of the buzz around here was what happened over in the Central Hall, and we, uh, we kind of caught wind of it, and it was interesting. We saw a lot more folks kind of buzzing into the South Hall, spending some time with us, learning about our products. But, uh, yeah, it, it was mayhem. They tried to shuffle everyone out of there as quickly as possible. There was a good two-hour delay. There was news crews oh, wow. here. There was Nevada Power folks here. And, yeah, it was – and it's been incredibly busy. And that's all after Tuesday's massive, massive record rainfall, right? So first day of CS opens and everyone's swimming to get to the convention center and it's uh, it's been a buzz ever since so lots of fun down here. Yeah so for our listeners who don't, aren't aware of you there was a big power outage a couple hours a couple of different halls and CES talk about the worst place in the world you wanted a power outage and it is right there but let, let's get over that Matt and let's let's dive into obviously let's start with some Linksys news now you guys gave me a great briefing so I knew all this stuff but I wanted to bring this to our listeners from the first hand point of view and that and that is you because you're there and there's some great news for Linksys starting with a, a newer version of the Velop Mesh system. If you were tuned into our YouTube channel and you checked out about a year ago, we brought you that very cool hands-on with Velop. I recommend it to absolutely everybody. Tell us what's new with Velop this year. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we've had our Velop product out since last year, and you know, thanks to you, Mark, we we did that great unboxing, and you got to show a bunch of folks what it looked like, and we just looked at it over the last year and how well it's done for us in Canada and down the U.S. and your listeners have had a chance to use it. They know about the tri-band technology and the whole home Wi-Fi and the mesh-based system. And we said there's an opportunity here to come out with a version that is a dual-band version of this. So um, the, the current product that's in market today is that tri-band AC2200. And what we're going to be launching in the spring of this year, north and south of the border, uh, is a dual-band version of that. So it's an AC1300 dual-band. So we'll have it in the same kind of configurations of what you get today with Phillips. So you'll get the three-pack, you'll get a two-pack. You could even buy the single if you just added, needed to add a singular node to it. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it's all about. A little bit smaller form factor, but the same great Linksys Velop app uh, experience, everything that we've been you know, providing and updating on the Linksys app side, you're going to get that uh, with, uh, with the new version of the, the Velop dual band. But uh, yeah, that's Kind of been one of the big announcements for us this uh, this week here down in uh, down in Vegas. Now I've been I've been promoting Velop. I've been telling everybody to buy Velop when it comes to any kind of mesh system. How popular has this term become, and how popular has Velop become over this past year? Yeah, so I would say it is. You know, if we think of the markets and, and the traditional router, a lot of folks are now looking at it and saying, "Is my Wi-Fi good enough with just a standalone router?" And if you're in a thousand square foot apartment or condo or, or townhouse or home, whatever it happens to be, and you don't need a ton of coverage and, and the Wi-Fi coming from one single device is good enough, then that's great. But what we're finding is the larger majority of folks still have those dead spots, and it's a pain point for them. And mesh solves for that very quickly. And, and if you think back a year ago, Mark, when you and I talked about this, there were maybe two or three players in the marketplace. Now there is upwards of nine or 10 different players and, and even more. And they have tri-band, they have dual-band. Some of them have different configurations, different look and feel. So it, it is 
slowly taking over the category as a whole. People get the simplicity, they get the ease of use, and at the end of the day, they just want great Wi-Fi everywhere, and that's what, uh, that's what these mesh systems do. And for us specifically on Vela, having the tri-band, the best performance, the best rated, the best reviewed version of a mesh system on the market was kind of a, a great thing for us. So we're just continuing to follow up on that and offer a customer's choice, right? If you don't want to spend the big bucks on our, our tri-band ultimate solution, you can now grab something at a a lower price point. And let's put some of those, you know, misconceptions to rest. Dual band versus tri band. I mean, you're not looking. I mean, devices these days are cross compatible with almost every single band. You're not really downgrading much here, really. No, you're not, and that, that's a really good way to look at it and, and, and really kind of frame it up, right? So, what that tri band does for you is just giving you that little bit of extra power to take all the data from all the devices that your listeners are going to have connected to their network and get it back to their service provider that much faster. Whereas dual band, you may see a little bit less than that, but one thing to think about too is you bought a two-pack Velop with TriBand and that technology is working for you, but you still have a zone that may not be just right. Well, guess what? Now, instead of buying a TriBand single node, you can go get yourself a dual band node, sit that out on the edge of your network, and guess what? Now it's part of the Velop network. You get mesh technology, but you haven't spent the money on a TriBand version because dual band just works fine for you. So some other Velop news this week, which was uh, caught me by surprise because I wasn't aware of it. Apple has begun selling Velop in stores and online. Uh, I mean, we've heard a lot of rumors about Apple discontinuing their airport lineup, and, and that we really don't have com- confirmation on. They're still selling their airports. But this is the first time we've seen any kind of wireless solution available in the Apple store. So congratulations to you guys. Yeah, no, it's been a, a long work, and as you know, Apple... Um to, to get anything into an Apple store is a long process and takes a lot of time and energy and resources to make happen in terms of certification and making sure that they're comfortable with the product. And now we're, uh, yeah, we're out of place and just launched this week at the start of CES and good news so far out of the gate. It's selling well for us. And we're, we're going to spend some time as the Linksys team to get into all those Apple stores in the U S and Canada and make sure that the Apple reps are, are well versed in how Velop works and uh, make sure that it's a success. But, Again, it's just it's a testament to you know the hard the work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All the hardware that's out there today, and how confident they felt in developed solution, and and having picked us to put on their shelf. So great news for us. For Absolutely. Sure. And the, the last yeah. router I want to talk about is the the WRT thirty two XB. Now this is a variation of the thirty two X we saw earlier this year with prioritization for Xbox. Correct. That is one hundred percent what we're after. Yeah. So when we launched that first WRT thirty two X, your listeners remember they'll know that that was really, really laser-focused on PC gamers, yeah. right? We partnered with Rivet. It was all about the killer prioritization engine. And what we heard very quickly was, hey, me, over here, I got an Xbox. <laughs> I'm a console guy. What, uh, what, what do you got for me? And, and we kind of took that to heart. And we said, okay, let's see what we can do with Microsoft. Let's see if we can get that software uh, on the Microsoft side with Xbox One X and Xbox One and, and pair that with a version of the WRT32 and an Xbox. And lo and behold, that's what we've done. So... We're going to have that coming out uh, later this month here in the U.S. Uh, we will not have it in Canada for those listeners north of the border. Uh, that may change, but as it stands today, it'll be a U.S.-only SKU. And, yeah, packaging, everything that uh, you've come to expect uh, from a WRT32X gaming router, and we're not going to have a great little Xbox flavor to it. 
We are talking to Matt Whelan, a regional product manager for Linksys and Belkin. Let's move over to Belkin for a second, because this is a long time coming, Matt, okay? I've been a fan of Wemo since I first started automating my home, and I, I was forced to switch midstream, and I didn't actually get rid of my Wemo stuff. I still have it in lots of places in my house, but I went over to another solution because of Apple HomeKit. Well, guess what? Now, with the purchase of a bridge, I can enable all those other switches that I haven't switched yet, and now go back to buying Wemo product. Yeah, and that you know what that was one of the things we we had talked about this product throughout 2017. We had uh, you know made mention of having this available in the marketplace. We heard loud and clear from Apple users that had HomeKit and wanted to use the new kind of software application on the iOS side that they were really looking for something uh, from us. So lo and behold, big announcement for us at CF product launched on a bunch of websites this week, and guess what? Sold out. Right, those Apple. Uh, users that really stick to their ecosystem and wanted something that worked for all of their Wemo devices, they, they've been buying it up since uh, the minute it went online on Tuesday, or sorry, Monday of this morning. So, yeah, essentially what you can do now with uh, the likes of Alexa and the likes of Google by saying, hey, Google, dim my lights, or Alexa, turn on living room, you can now do with Siri. So you can talk to Siri and take all that great Wemo experiences of controlling the devices plugged in or wired in now on the iOS and Apple side. Looking forward to it, and it's available right now, thirty nine ninety nine Amazon, if you can find it. Of course, um, I'm sure more products will be manufactured, and it's always the rush. You know, it sells out at the beginning, and then we'll obviously get more stock in place. And this means that the, all, the entire Wemo product lineup is going to be able to be uh, accessible by a home kit, which is so cool. Matt, thank you again for joining us. I know that you're busy, and you've got to get back to some stuff. We cannot wait to get hands-on with a lot of this product, so expect an email from me in about uh, 45 seconds. As always, I expect it, and we're always happy to oblige. Mark, thanks for having us. And, uh, yeah, lots of cool stuff from us on the Links with Wemo team down here in Vegas this week. So thanks again. We are happy to have you. And uh, stick around. Coming up, we're going to speak to Ray Watkins over at Dell and Alienware. It is your tech report back in a moment. Your tech report will be right back. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.